Oh shit. Here we go again. again on the road to glory i am your host sean i'm joined again by my co-host my brother the og ducks fan steph how you doing today steph wednesday night yes sir got some friday friday games i think some big friday games so we're coming uh we're gonna re- pause we're recording <laughs> <laughs> we're recording a little bit earlier Talk about some of these Friday games. Um, and two, make sure we get this out. two sort of big ones. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, man. How you feeling? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling great. My team is undefeated. A lot of y'all can't say that. So, as long as we winning games, I'm feeling great. It's true. It's true. Uh, my team is not undefeated, but we're undefeated in conference play. So, I'll, I'm still going to act like we undefeated. Uh, but yeah, man, this is our review or our preview show. Going to go ahead and talk about some of the top games throughout the weekend. Um, make some predictions, some picks here and there. Just give our overall takes and thoughts. Uh, so we appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Uh, make sure you guys uh, subscribe on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever platform you use to listen to this podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, um, just to help us grow and uh, do well in all the other algorithms and stuff that uh, we got going on. Um, all right, man. Let's get into it. Um, Thursday, no real interesting games. No even interesting group of five games, um, to be honest. So there are three games, but pretty much duds. Uh, but Friday... We do have a nice little lineup on Friday, one at 7, one game at 9, and one game at 10-15. Um, Louisville takes on NC State at 7. Um, this is low-key a banger, man. It's an ACC matchup. Both of these teams still undefeated in the ACC. Uh, Louisville is traveling on the road. Uh, we've watched them a couple times this year. Um, how are we feeling with this one? NC State's a good team, man. Uh, Louisville is still the favorite on the road, but this could get scary for them. Yeah, I think this one is going to be a tight one. Last week, Louisville played really well. They blew out Boston College. The game was 42-14 to 14 at halftime, mm-hmm. and it was 56 to uh, – I think it was 56-21. to 21 or 50, They put up 56 points with nine minutes left in the third quarter, and the game ended up being 56-28. to, to 28. So – I guess after that they put in all their backups and and just kind of ran the clock out. But they put up a lot of points, and they put up a lot of points quick. Two weeks ago they snuck past Indiana, only winning 21-14. to So this is definitely a team that's capable of having a stinker. Right. But they have won all their games so far. I'm kind of surprised they're not ranked. Um, I know they didn't really play anybody. But NC State didn't really beat anybody either. They they did lose to Notre Dame, but I think NC State also has a good chance to win this game. But my pick for this game is going to be Louisville. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to take Louisville in this game as well, going on the road. Um, but I think if he can get a good performance out of Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback, and if he just doesn't turn the ball over, um, they'll have a chance. We know Louisville can score, and they can score in a hurry. Um, so is NC State going to be able to slow down the game, control the possessions, keep Louisville's offense off the field? We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I like Louisville. Um, to win that NC game. NC State does have a pretty good crowd too, so don't they sleep do. on they, them. They do. And then over on FS1 at 9 p.m., we get some Friday night Pac-12 football between number 10 ranked Utah Utes. Uh, and they're on the road this time to take on the Oregon State Beeves. Um, man, Oregon State, we talked about a little bit disappointing last week. They did wind up uh, keeping their heads in the game and mounting that 21-point comeback and almost winning that game towards the end. I mean, that onside kick, obviously, and another score to win. But they did make a nice little comeback, and they ran the ball, I thought, very, very well, um, as we expected them to. DJU didn't particularly impress me or do enough, I felt, but um, he wasn't terrible, but uh, they did lose, man, to Washington State. Now, Washington State is looking pretty good. Um, Washington State, I would still uh, not pick them over Utah. And I don't know, man. Utah, outside of Oregon, I think is low-key the best team in the Pac-12. I know Washington is getting a lot of hype by yours truly. I mean, I, I'm hyping Washington a lot. I mean, I love what I'm seeing from them, but deep down in, inside i feel like this utah team is dangerous and i think they're going to go ahead and handle business i will say oregon state is the favorite right so they are at home they are favored by three points we'll see what the quarterback situation is for utah i know that's a major factor in this but uh i'm gonna pick utah until i have no reason until they until they uh fail me you know what i mean yeah, and I said the same thing last week. It's time to put some respect on Utah. So I'm picking Utah, even though it's probably wow. going to be Nate Johnson at quarterback. Yeah, um, most likely. At this point, it's kind of just like, when is Cam Rising going to play? Everybody's wondering if that's going to happen this week or if they're just going to wait till after a bye week, which is next week for Utah. So, again, I am picking Utah. Their defense is definitely the one of the top defenses in the Pac-12. It's it's either one or two with Oregon. Um, so yeah, I I don't really trust Oregon State. DJ Uyunglele the past two weeks has less than fifty percent completion percentage, and he has more interceptions than touchdowns. I think he has three interceptions, two touchdowns over the past two weeks. So I don't really know, man. It it's pretty clear that that if you put too much of the game on DJ. It's not what you want to do, and I just don't know if that Utah defense is going to let Oregon State get anything. We know Oregon State can run the ball, but they just haven't really shown the ability to pass the ball efficiently and explosively. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pick Utah, and I think that for Utah to win this game, they need to make it ugly. They need to basically just do what they did last week, keep the score low. And honestly, be Iowa. <laughs> just just lean on that defense, run the ball, keep the score low, hopefully get a defensive touchdown, 
and you're you're home free. So right again, right. again, it is in Corvallis, but still, I, I gotta I gotta put some respect on Utah. So Nate Johnson, I'm counting on you. Yeah, I mean. He's played since week one. He didn't start in the Florida game, but he he got some reps. Um, he didn't start week two either, but he was he he, he saw his uh, play time increase a little bit more, and then he got the start last week against UCLA. So um, he has he's not uh, as raw as he was week one. Uh, Oregon State does have a pretty solid defense, where so we thought maybe Washington State's offense is just really that good, right? So. Um, I still do think Oregon State's defense is decent. So well, I we'll think if, yeah, I think I think Oregon State's defense was a little overrated coming in, and right. I think Wazoo's offense has caught people by surprise so yeah, far. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. I just think that probably um, Nate Johnson should be able to do enough with, with that running game to win that game. If Utah loses know. this game, I'm going to be mad because I'm not going to be mad. Because this, I will, is, this is definitely a winnable I, game I for Oregon State, I feel like. No, it is. It is. I, 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 I'm just gonna be mad because personally, I've been picking against Utah, and then the one time I picked them, pick they freaking lose. <laughs> but I just yeah. want them to freaking win, man. When I pick them, come on, Utah, come on, Nate Johnson, don't yeah, embarrass we'll me. A lot of teams have been embarrassing me when I pick them, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just need to keep picking against people and do the reverse psychology thing. I don't know. Yeah. And then a little bit later at 10.15 for the nightcap over on ESPN, uh, Cincinnati travels to Provo, Utah to take on BYU Cougs. Um, Cincinnati's favored by two points on the road. I don't know if I'm feeling that, to be honest. I feel I like BYU is the better team. Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I this is this is a little bit wild to me. I mean, I know BYU um, did take that out to Kansas last week, which is uh, a good but, team. But yeah, I was going to say Kansas is a good team. We've been talking about Kansas as a contender for the Big Twelve. So uh, BYU in, in their first year in the Big Twelve, I don't think they should feel bad with losing their first Big Twelve game to Kansas. So um, for Vegas to kind of disrespect that, especially when we just seen Cincinnati almost get shut out by Oklahoma, um, who also is just an average Big 12 team right now. I don't know. I'm I'm liking BYU in wait, this game, to be honest. Wait, you just say Oklahoma is an average Big 12 team? Yeah. See, I think you need to put some respect on Oklahoma. Why? I mean, they're not one of the best teams in the country, but I do no. think they are the second best team in the Big 12 right now. Behind, um, behind Texas. If they play Texas to, on on Saturday, Texas would win fifty three to twenty. Well, they should, but I'm just saying. But I will give you this: the rest of the Big Twelve outside of Texas is not really, <laughs> not really that great. But I think Oklahoma is a team that we need to keep our eye on for that Big Twelve title game. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I, that's fair, but. Cincinnati got cooked by Oklahoma is my point. Emory Jones had two interceptions, uh, completed like 50% of his passes. It was it was not good for Cincinnati. I just don't see how they're the favorite 
on the road to a BYU team that beat Arkansas, who just was in a dogfight with LSU. So I know a lot of times on this podcast we talk about transitive property and it not being real, but. No, you talk about that. <laughs> I never once said that. Because it's not real, bro. <laughs> Transitive property is not a thing, dude, in in sports, bro. But I just got to push agendas. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you could use it for the agenda push, like in this situation. Uh, (laughs) I'm going BYU, though. Easy. That's my lock of the week, by the way. And and there's an underdogs. If you want to make some money, put put money on BYU money line. That's going to be plus money. You're going to make two times whatever you're making, whatever you put down. It's going to be good. Okay, you you heard it here first. That's my lock. BYU. All right. Let's get over to Saturday. Talk about some of these Saturday games. Uh, Penn State has a date with Northwestern. I'm at noon. They should handle that pretty easily. They're 27-point favorites. Yeah, do we um, even got to talk about that? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, that's That should be a blowout. Uh, USC and Colorado also kick off at noon over on Fox. I think that's like a 10 a.m. local time kickoff or 11 a.m. local time kickoff in Colorado. So early morning kickoff yeah. over there for those guys. Real early. Um, I think this is going to be a good game. Currently, USC is favored by 21 and a half points. Cool. This is about uh, what Oregon was favored last week, and I picked I picked Colorado to cover. Uh, I'm going to pick Colorado to cover again. Um, I Come think on. they maybe lose. Come on. Um, what do you mean but maybe I, lose? You think they're going to freaking probably yes. win? I think they can win. Yes. No, stop. Oh, my God. I think Colorado's a fine team. You're not doing this again. I'm not even going to respond. I'm not even going to I'm not going to give you any energy. Okay, I'll put it like this. Arizona State oh, played USC well last week. Yeah, they did. But and USC was the on the road. I don't know. At Arizona <laughs> State. It's the desert. The desert I is, get it. is, is just evil. The desert Colorado, is an evil place. Colorado got embarrassed last week in front of the entire, not country, world. People Dude. in Africa and China and Australia <laughs> were tuned into that game and watched that ass whooping, bro. Okay? People Dude. in freaking, I don't know, everywhere around every corner of the globe, brother. Saw that ass whooping, right? Xavier and Xavier I, Weaver is banged up, so if, if he's like not a hundred percent, or if he's not playing at all, it will be ugly for that Colorado offense. Uh, yeah, I think I think they'll be able to score points on USC. <laughs> they like. Come I on. think maybe even if they score some, come on. I just they think won't stop USC. This is well exactly, but this is still just a team that's so far outgunned, even with a USC defense that's probably suspect. Horrible. I just don't understand how you think they're going to cover. I don't care if it's I at believe. home. Because I believe. No, I believe too, but I'm also looking at the team. That's yeah, fine. I believe that eventually Dion's going to get better and better, but not right. right now. Right. Like I said before, I think Colorado is a fringe bowl team. So USC easily covers that 20-point spread or whatever the spread is. They're going to cover. Come on, man. Saturday, Colorado answers the call, man. I'm here. USC is probably going to put up a (laughs) 50-burger. Yeah, definitely. But I'm I'm, I'm assuming Colorado scored like 38. No, they're not scoring 38. They're they're not. Yo, (laughs) you got to stop with this nonsense. (laughs) 
It's gonna be like fifty-two to seventeen. Yo, oh, that's gonna be that's sad. Gonna be that's gonna be it's, sad. It's gonna be like fifty-two to seventeen, that and there's gonna, gonna be, be a garbage time touchdown. It's not even gonna be like during the game. It's gonna be garbage time touchdowns, bro. Man, I hope not. I hope not. I don't. I don't really care. I just. I'm just telling you what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, moving along though. We have Florida on the road taking on Kentucky at Kroger Field. This is also a noon kickoff, so got a pretty packed noon slate. This is over on ESPN. Currently, Kentucky is a one-point favorite on the road, so it's a pick them. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't really watched Kentucky at all this year, to be honest. Um, I've heard Devin Leary has been um, good and bad. Um, they didn't beat anybody. Yeah. Um, I know they really haven't played anybody either. Um, so I think we're going to cook them. Right. You think you're going to cook them? Yeah. Well, I did pick Florida, so. Like, I think we Same. might beat them by like 14. Okay. All right. I, I can see that. I did pick y'all. And I think I don't, I really, I really didn't know. I was kind of going back and forth all day about this one. Honestly, like I was just thinking, Man, should I pick Florida? Should I pick Kentucky? You do have the best win between you guys, even though I don't really think Tennessee is, is going to be a great team. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee loses a bunch of games this year, honestly. But mm, they might lose one or two more. But I don't think they're going to lose a bunch. I don't know, man. Tennessee might end up being like seven and I mean, they, they looked good last week against UTSA. That was a cupcake, obviously, but they bounced yeah, back I mean, and scored a lot of UTSA points. UTSA with no quarterback. Yeah, but the quarterback the quarterback has nothing to do with the Tennessee offense, which was the main True, issue but, against Florida. Two different level defenses, but yeah, so yeah, I get it. Like the UTSA defense is yeah. nowhere near Florida's defense. And we'll talk about Tennessee in a little bit anyway, All but right. – but um, yeah, yeah. I just I think if if y'all just execute your game plan again, run the ball, keep Graham Mertz from throwing forty passes, keep him keep his throwing down to twenty twenty five passes. I think you guys will be fine. Yeah, I um I know Kentucky is more of a pass first team this year uh, with Devin Leary, and they have like three wide receivers that are all pretty uh, talented. Uh, so it doesn't be a big test for Florida secondary um, and their pass rush. I know Florida has uh, one of the best pass rushers in the country with Princely Uman Million. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. But that's just one guy, and he is not super consistent um, on a down-to-down basis. Overall, in the, when you look back at the impact that he, he's had on each game, you can see the impact, but – um, sometimes you don't feel him on a down to down basis. So it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of just take over and dominate that game or if we can get a lot of uh, pressure uh, throughout the the rest of the game as well from other guys. So we'll see. Um, I think we'll be able to move the ball for the most part. Um, it's just can we score touchdowns? Last week in Charlotte, we had five field goals because we couldn't score touchdowns in the red zone. So Wow. Yeah. And that was against Charlotte. So if that's going to be an issue against Kentucky, that might come back and bite us in the ass. If you're scoring field goals against Kentucky, you're going to lose. I'm I'm telling you that right now. 
And that's yeah. one thing. That's one thing. It seems like a lot of college football fans don't really realize is that a field goal in college is a failure. College in college, like it's not the NFL where it's really hard to come by points. So a lot of times you're going to see them call, uh, call a game more conservative because you just need points at, as much as possible, right? But college, mm-hmm. if you're like on the 30 yard line and it's fourth and five, you should probably go for it if you're not really confident in your kicker. So, you know, like it's just it's just different. If you're like if you're gonna, especially if you're playing against a team that's got offense, if you're making it to the red zone kicking field goals, you might as well just score zero because the other team is going to score a touchdown and and you're you're going to be ran out of the stadium before you know it. So. All right. That's one thing you can't do is kick a bunch of field goals in this game. I agree. I just I I don't think they'll be able to score more than like twenty three points. So as long as we can score more than twenty three, if we can get up to like twenty eight points this game, I feel good because Kentucky will not score more than twenty three points. I feel like that's a tall task, though. Have y'all scored that much in any game this season? Besides, well, we scored, scored twenty nine against Tennessee. We scored forty nine against McNeese. Okay, well McNeese. But... Yeah, and then Charlotte. We should have scored fifty, but we kicked field goals. So yeah. <laughs> so it's not that we can't move the ball. Like uh, like I said, we'll move the ball against Kentucky. Can we score the points? I, I mean, trust. I trust Florida's defense. I feel like Kentucky's if the score offense. is low, then it favors you, even if it's like three to zero in, I just, in the third quarter. I, think, I, feel I like, think it just favors us regardless. I think the only yeah. thing that favors Kentucky is they're at home. That is yeah. literally the only thing that favors Kentucky. Is it's going to be 11 a.m., probably a little bit chilly, and Ooh. at Kroger Stadium. So that that's a big factor, right? Like, yeah. So we'll see I, if we're sleepy. The, we'll see if, but that's the main thing that, that made me want to pick Kentucky. But I just, I kind of feel no, more. I think we're the better team, you guys. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think more if we're truly back, we win this game. So this Kentucky game is probably. The third most important game on the schedule. I think obviously the most important game on the schedule was. I don't know. Kentucky beat us last year. I don't know. Tennessee, Kentucky, and Georgia were the three games for me, obviously. Those are the SEC East opponents. Um, LSU and Florida State. I want to see how we play in those games as well, but that's SEC West and ACC. So. It's not that big of a, a deal to me with those two, but um, we'll see. If we can if we can beat Kentucky, then I'll feel pretty good because I'm not gonna say we'll wrap up the SEC East. Uh, I mean, not wrap up the SEC East. That, that pretty much has us finishing like second minimum in the SEC East, depending on what happens with the Georgia game. So this is a big game, depending but, on what happens with the Georgia game. <laughs> Bro, I'm never just going to – come on, bro. Let's be real. Let's keep it moving now. Um, <laughs> we got A&M and Arkansas. That's a pretty cool SEC matchup over on SEC Network at noon. Um, A&M is favored by six and a half points. Uh, there was news today that Connor Wigman is out for the year. I think he has some sort of ankle injury or foot injury. Yeah, I heard he broke uh, his foot. Okay, so it's foot. Yeah, so that's what I heard. I don't know if that's yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I heard it's something with his foot or ankle as well. So I don't know if it's actually broken, but it's somewhere around the, the lines of that. Uh, so yeah, that's disappointing for sure. 
Um, Arkansas is at home. Texas A&M's offense finally showed some life last week. I think we see the Texas A&M offense that we kind of got used to the past couple years. I think Arkansas bounces back off that LSU loss, and Arky wins this. I'm picking uh, A&M. Yeah? You like their talent yeah. more? Yeah, I think they have better players than uh... – uh, what's the backup quarterback's name? He's he's pretty good. It's not really a huge drop off after because yeah, Weigman's Wigman, though... not that great either. To be honest, he was just competent. Yeah, A so and M fans were kind of hyping him up. Yeah, so I'm 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 still picking A and M. Cool. Um, Clemson goes on the road to Syracuse, who's undefeated currently. Clemson is favored by six and a half points on the road. Uh, do you think this is a this is a scary game for Clemson, or do you think they're kind able to is. go on the road and and, and get that dub? Because Syracuse, that dome is kind of when it's rocking and it's packed, that could be an environment. And they've well, been playing good they football. They definitely have to play well. If they stink it up, especially like they did against Duke, if they play bad and turn the ball over, they're gonna lose. But I, I don't think they yeah. do that. I think they're they're gonna play a, a pretty clean game and, and come out of there with a W. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Clemson as well here to get this win, um, but this is a keep an eye out upset alert. Even though I don't know if you consider it upset alert, although Syracuse has not played a game inside the ACC, it's still so, an upset. I think yeah. just because Syracuse is Syracuse and Clemson is Clemson, Clemson just yeah, like that so. one year Rutgers beat Michigan. I feel like it was still an upset, still. even though even though Michigan only won like four games that year. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But I, I got I to gotta ask you a question. Yeah. How are you feeling about Clemson? You picked them to make the playoffs, and it's not even October yet, and they are done. Yeah, they're fried. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I I just had more faith in their weapons and their offense. Um, yeah, they're 0-2 in the ACC, so like it's not even like I can still – Say no, nah, well, maybe they can win the ACC championship. Yeah, like they need the, help. Um, they need help. They need a they... lot of help. They need everybody to start beating each other. So yeah, well, because they already lost a Duke, so it's like yeah. I will say I was encouraged a bit by that game against Florida State. Like they're not where so they're supposed I. to be, but like it's like all right, maybe if Dabo realizes like let's start using the portal. Yeah, Yo, you got to hit they that recruit, portal. <laughs> they recruit. They recruit. They start to recruit uh, a little bit better. They figure out the scheme properly. Like. I'm not a Clemson fan, so I can't sit here and break down exactly what they need to fix right now. But um, no, but look, if they imagine it, all right, if this is the same Clemson team, but they had like Keon Coleman on offense and like the top edge rusher on defense in the portal, they would look completely different. <laughs> yeah, it's true because they would have that go-to guy. They'd have they have two pretty good running backs. They have a couple that they have. A, Two good tight ends as well. And, yeah, they just need a, a go-to wide receiver that they don't really have with experience. So, well, Dabo better figure it out because yeah, right he, now he is currently the clown of college football. <laughs> He's the clown I coached. The Heat is off of Jimbo somehow and Mario, Cristobal, and whoever yeah, else. Mario's been winning, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's been doing his thing, so. <laughs> Uh, let's keep it moving to this 3 p.m. 3.30 window. Um, see Arizona State taking on Cal. 
some pretty low tier Pac-12 ball, but um, I don't know. Cal's been looking better than Arizona State to me. I think Cal cleans that up. I don't really want to spend too much time on that, but uh, <laughs> Georgia does hold head on, over hold to. On, hold on. Oh, you got to take on this. You got to take on I'm this. I'm picking Arizona State. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious actually i love that why like what what is possessing you to pick arizona state just because they show some life against usc man and cal is just they did i i don't like cal but but cal did put up 500 yards of offense against washington so i mean they did show some life too i think both of them actually scored 28 against against those teams last week so i don't really know but I think Coach Dillingham is a better coach than than Coach Wilcox, even though it's only one year of Dillingham as head coach. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully Coach Dilly can can you know pull something out of his ass and and, and win this game. Yeah, we'll see. Um, definitely not the way he wanted the year to start for uh, his first head coaching job, uh-huh. but kind of expected. I mean, it's not yeah, much yeah. he can do, to be honest. Yeah, He's doing he inherited best. a dumpster fire, but exactly. I honestly am rooting so hard for him to pull this one off against Cal. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But yeah, Georgia travels to Jordan-Hare Stadium, Auburn, Alabama, to take on the Tigers. Um, this, Auburn, shouldn't be, this shouldn't be close. Yeah, Auburn is pretty pathetic on offense. Yeah, their offense is – yeah, we talked about it. They're starting to reach Iowa levels of offense. It, yeah. It feels like it's, – It's pretty bad. Um, Payton you look Thorne, at their – Last week, Peyton Thorne went 6 for 12 for 44 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah, Bobby Ashford insane. completed one pass for four yards. Who is Holden Gurner? Oh, another quarterback. What the heck? They played three quarterbacks. He went two for seven for eight yards. So this is a team that played three quarterbacks that threw for 56 yards last week, and they went nine for 23 passing. Oh, my God. Iowa might be better than them at this point. Uh, I'm not going to say that, but yeah. (laughs) They're... they're (laughs) They're basically the same thing at this point. I mean, Yo, the two FBS off. teams they played. I mean, they played Cal and A and M. They scored fourteen and ten points. Yeah. So, like, if you're a wide receiver, you're better off going to freaking Army or can play wide receiver. They they get more stats than than playing for Auburn and Iowa. Yeah, those are those are two sad programs. I yep. I do think Auburn can figure it out. Iowa, I don't know Auburn's if they ever gonna figure, figure it out. out next year, but yeah. for now, it's just yeah. it's bad. Uh, I'm taking Georgia to cover. The line is 14 and a half. They'll win this game by three is. touchdowns. Four I don't touchdowns. care what the line is. Yeah, Georgia's covering. If the line was 50, <laughs> I feel like they'd still cover. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they should dominate. Um, Michigan, they had... Uh, to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska, to take on the Corn Huskers. Um, they looked a little bit shaky against Rutgers early last week. Rutgers um, played them pretty close in each quarter, um, but they handled business for the most part. Rutgers has been looking better than Nebraska, though. Um, although the past two weeks they have caught two Ws, but it was over Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, and it wasn't even really convincing over Louisiana Tech either, so. 
Uh, Michigan by a trillion. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds good. I think we're all just waiting for Michigan to play Penn State and Ohio State. Pretty much, yeah. I think they should coast until then. I mean, even though they've looked a little bit sloppy, I'm not going to lie. Um, And then pretty much I think is the crown jewel of the 330 window. We got some big 12 action between two big 12 champion contenders. We have Kansas, and they're on the road taking on Texas. Oof. It's going to be a good one. Uh, Vegas doesn't think so. Vegas thinks Texas, and they don't think they have Texas uh, as a 16-and-a-half favorite at home. Um, I do think this is going to be a tall task for Kansas, but I do think they can come out, shock Texas. I do think Kansas is fast, and they have speed, and they can keep up with Texas um, offensively um, I don't know. for the first half. Yeah, and then maybe I the first do half. think as the game wears on, you'll see just Texas has too many dogs. Um, yeah, I think Texas yeah. is going to cover that. Yeah, I was going to say. I like. I kind of like this. I, I do think Texas wins around like fourteen to seventeen points. I yeah. think it'll be close in the first half. Maybe Kansas. Maybe even Kansas could have a lead in the first half, or they only be down by like three points, seven points, and then yeah, Texas will pull away. Similar to the Bama game. Yeah, you know we all know that J- that Jalen Daniels is a good quarterback. They got athletes at wide receiver, but I think Texas is just going to dominate up front. That's going to be the the real difference. Right. So. Texas is going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to be able to just do whatever they want on offense. So it's trench warfare, baby. You got to yeah. get the trenches right. Yep. If you really want to compete with the big boys. So I'm looking at Texas to roll. Cool, cool. Um, let's see what else we got. Indiana traveling to Maryland. Maryland's a 14 point favorite there at home. Um, Rutgers plays Wagner at home in Piscataway this week. So hopefully they can bounce yeah. back. Yeah, they should bounce back. Um, Baylor travels to UCF. UCF looking for their first Big 12 win after getting cooked by K-State last week. Um, Same with Houston. Houston and Tech, they both play each other. Houston's still looking for their first Big 12 win um, as well. Um, And then we move on to the 4 p.m. window. Let's see what we got going on here. Uh, Missouri travels to Vanderbilt. They're favored by two touchdowns. Uh, Boise State takes on Memphis in Memphis. Uh, that might be a good one. Memphis is favored by three and a half points. Um, Boise State. They. I watched them against. Who did they play? That we seen them. I was. I think I was at your house. They were on the TV for a little bit. Was that Washington. That was probably the Washington. I think that's where they played week one. Yeah, so they were playing Washington, but they didn't really look that good against Washington. And obviously, yeah. Washington's a pretty good team, but, but I don't think Boise even looks like Boise now anymore. Yeah, they don't. Right? They're not that good this year. So maybe Memphis handles that one pretty easily. Um. Then at six p.m. over on ESPN, uh, we have the LSU Tigers traveling to Oxford, Mississippi, to take on the Ole Miss Rebels. In a big, big game, uh, that's going to determine a lot for the SEC West. Um, obviously, Ole Miss already does have that loss to Bama, um, so they are uh, behind the eight ball currently. But they do have a chance to knock LSU down a peg and kind of even up the standings between uh, 
them, Bama, and LSU, and maybe give themselves a chance to get back into that SEC West conversation. So big opportunity here for uh, both of these teams because if LSU wins this, they'll go to 3-0 and in the SEC, and they'll be looking good and sitting pretty pretty much until the Alabama game. Uh, I know they'll get tested again with um, – Florida, and I think they do have Missouri on the schedule this year, who's been looking pretty good. Um, but yeah, this is one of the final few tests for LSU before Alabama. What are your thoughts on this one? Mm. I think Alabama should win. LSU? You mean? Oh, wait, I thought you were talking about Alabama, Mississippi State. No, I was talking LSU, um, Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss should win. Ole Miss. Oh, Ole Miss. I mean, or not Ole Miss, sorry. I was I was thinking <laughs> about how much of a disappointment Ole Miss is. LSU should win. I don't know what's wrong with my brain right now, but LSU is a pretty good team. I think everybody's hype for them kind of fell a little bit, rightfully so, being in a dog mm-hmm. fight with what I saw last week, um, not really playing that well against Florida State. But Ole Miss, man, I don't really know what to think about that team. It just seems like they can never win big games, and this is another big one. So I don't know. I, I just don't really trust Ole Miss. I trust LSU yeah. to, to, to at least score some points. Um, we know who Jaden Daniels is, but I don't know, man. And, and all Ole Miss wide receivers seem like they're all banged up. Zachary Franklin still hasn't really played much. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know what's going on over there. So picking LSU. Yeah. I think LSU jumps on them as well. Um, I do think Ole Miss will come out juiced. Uh, they lost last week, so they're going to be looking to bounce back and get a win this week. They'll be in front of their home crowd. So uh, maybe if if they start the right way, this can turn into a game. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to take LSU for this one. Um. 6.30 over on the Pac-12 network. Oregon travels to Stanford. Uh, they're a 27-point favorite. They should roll. Um, anything in specific you want to mention about this game? Uh, you're not picking Stanford? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, kid. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know, this is another cupcake kind of game. Stanford is one of the worst Power 5 teams. So hmm. just like against Portland State, and Hawaii, you just want to see your team play a clean game. Don't get a, lot, a bunch of penalties. And I want to see the young guys and the backups get a bunch of reps. Okay. I like that. Um, let's keep it moving here. Iowa State, they travel to Norman, Oklahoma to take on the Sooners. Um, I would say they got a win last week over Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State, as yeah, we talked, they're, like they're a on dead the gutter right walking. now. Exactly. And they lost to Ohio. They lost to Iowa. And their only win outside of the Oklahoma State win was Northern Iowa. So Oklahoma should roll. Yep. Um, I'm looking for Oklahoma to hopefully – Bounce back after the performance they had last week against Cincinnati. Um, right now they're covered by they're 
they are favored by 20 points. I want to see them cover that. So if they can cover that, um, I'll take them a little bit more serious. And I I do. I think they should. So we'll see. Um, What else we got going on here, Steph? At 7.30 p.m. on ABC, uh, Notre Dame fighting average took to bounce back after that heartbreaking loss um, last week against Ohio State. And they look to knock off the Duke Blue Devils, who playing pretty good football so far, man. Um, they beat Clemson to start off the year, and they've pretty much cruised in the three rest of their games against Lafayette, Northwestern, and UConn. Um, this is a big test for them, though. I think we'll learn a lot, obviously, more about this Duke team. Um, I think they had a great game plan, a great scheme, um, which helped them beat that Clemson team. I think they were really uh, prepared for that game. It's a little bit different when um, it's a week-to-week basis between games. You don't have as much time to kind of prepare and implement game plans as you may when you have the full-off season, knowing who you're going to prepare and uh, face week one. Um, that being said, Notre Dame is the six-point favorite on the road. Um, Notre Dame played a hell of a game against Ohio State. They've been looking like a top team in the country. I gotta go with Notre Dame here on the road. I, yeah, so I think I. Duke. Yeah, I think Duke can maybe give them some issues. Um, I do think this will probably be a close game, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think I'm not ready to to start picking Duke yet. No, well, I'll pick Duke pretty much against anyone else they play in the conference besides Miami. Well, Notre Dame isn't in the conference, but besides Miami, Florida State, and I think I did pick Clemson week one, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, Notre Dame, I think think Notre Dame will actually play a clean game, unlike Clemson. They don't turn the ball over a bunch of times and throw interceptions and just play horrible. They they should be able to beat Duke. Um, Sam Hartman's a way better quarterback than Kate Klubnick. Even though Notre Dame doesn't have the best wide receivers, they have a good running back. They have a good old line. Their defense is pretty good. So I think they should be able to hold Duke as well, even though Duke does have a pretty good quarterback. But at the same time, Notre Dame should just have better athletes than up on the field. And I think that's also going to be the big difference in contrast with the Clemson game where it seemed like Duke was able to match them athletically. Um, I don't think they'll be able to match Notre Dame athletically, so I'm picking Notre Dame. I like it. I like it. Um, also, at 7.30 over on SEC Network, we have the South Carolina Gamecocks on the road at Neyland Stadium taking on the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, Tennessee is a 12-point favorite at home. Um, South Carolina, they looked pretty good last week, though. Um, I, I haven't really uh, been fond of, of how they've been playing in the first three weeks. Uh, but last week against Mississippi State, obviously a close game. Um, but that offense finally came to life. We finally saw uh, Spencer Rattler look like the Spencer Rattler that you've been hyping up here on this podcast. I haven't been hyping uh, him up. Don't, don't uh, say all that. You've been calling the second-best quarterback in the SEC. That's not a very high bar. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they ran the ball a little bit better against Mississippi State. Uh, 
Spencer Rattler obviously performed incredibly 18 for 20, 288 yards and three touchdowns. Um, they had another big game from uh, the wide receiver that wears number 17. I forget his name. Um, whatever his name is. He had like 200 yards again. That guy is actually incredible. It's like two games in a, like this season. Xavier Leggett. Xavier Leggett, yeah. He's already got 500 yards receiving. Yeah, he had 178 against <laughs> UNC and then 189 against Mississippi State. We're not even halfway because... through the season. This dude's on pace for like 1,200. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Um, and he already has 27 receptions too. So um, I think this is going to be a good game. I think South Carolina maybe has found something that was a big SEC win. Um Last week, they'll be feeling good. Uh, but Tennessee, man, I I don't think Tennessee is as good as maybe people thought coming into the year. But I think a lot of people are down on Tennessee, and I don't think they're that bad. I, I, I don't think I'm they're I'm going to go bad. Tennessee in this game. You're I'm, picking I'm gonna, Tennessee? Yeah, I'm not going to go with South Carolina. I'm picking I, I, South I do like Kagalaki. what I saw. No I'm, way. I'm dude. picking South Kagalaki. Why? Because what, Tennessee, what do they, have? Has, they have not shown me anything on offense. Honestly, I think Spencer Rattler's a better quarterback than Joe Milton. I mean, and I've said that. Well, I've kind of I haven't said that directly before, but I have mm. said that before, saying Spencer Rattler's the second best quarterback in the SEC. So I just don't really see anything from from Tennessee from Joe Milton. I mean, Tennessee doesn't even have a Power Five win. What do they do against Virginia? Congratulations, Virginia might as well be a Group of Five team. So. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know, I don't I don't really see anything from from Tennessee and South Carolina. We know they're gonna give everybody a tough game. They gave Georgia a tough a tough game. They gave North Carolina a tough game. So they beat Mississippi State. They have an SEC win. What did Tennessee do? I mean, they blew out cupcakes and they lost to Florida embarrassingly. So, I'm picking South Carolina. Yeah, I um, don't embarrass me again because I did pick them week one and they lost. I just don't like comparing resumes to to pick the game in this sense. I just feel like Tennessee is not. I don't think South Carolina will be able to defend against Tennessee, and I don't think South Carolina's offense is good enough to keep up with Tennessee. I think South Carolina's offense is better. It's, it's improving, but I just um, don't see anything from Tennessee's offense, though. Like, I mean, I think their running game and their wide receivers are probably better than South. Their running game for sure is better than South oh, Carolina's. It, it t- probably is, yeah. No, I know for a fact their offensive line is better than South Carolina's as well. Um, that is true. The talent on the outside is probably even. You're making and me rethink honestly, my pick. Yeah, and then you look at the defensive side of the ball. Tennessee's defense is really not that bad. Their D-line is pretty good, actually. Their front four is good. Their secondary, especially their safeties, suspect as hell. Their two quarters are decent. Their safeties <laughs> are terrible. I'm not going to lie. Their safeties are terrible. Their linebackers are <laughs> kind of terrible, too. But South Carolina has no better defense, to be honest. I think they have, they're better on the outside oh. at corner. And maybe, but they're, I think Tennessee has a better D-line. I don't know. I, I just think Tennessee is probably the better team, in my opinion. And and they're at home. And that's an insane environment. So. I'm still picking South Carolina. I like it. I mean, I like it. South Carolina could show <laughs> up in there and whoop that ass. So, we'll see. All right. 
One game that I want to bring up, just because it's the ugly ass, the shit bowl. This is what we'll call it. Michigan State and Iowa. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought this one up because I did make a pick. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have a pick for this game. Um, I was a 12 and a half point favorite. So now I have a pick. Michigan State is going to cover that spread. No <laughs> shot. Yeah. Iowa beats Michigan State by uh, yeah, two. Yeah, I, I picked pick Michigan three State to win the game. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll go that far, but I'm a, I'll oh. take them to cover. Iowa can't even complete a forward pass, bro. <laughs> they are bad. I could play quarterback for Iowa. Yeah, you I could. could. You could. I can hand could. the ball off, bro. I can hand the ball to somebody else. Ah, uh, yeah. Michigan State is just they got a lot going on, so that proceeds. I was more has more continuity and actually has a a full staff and a head coach. You know, Michigan State half of the roster probably doesn't even want to. Does it have there. a full staff that has that clown that clown as the OC? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I could care less about what happens to this game. This is an ugly game. I I probably won't even. It's on Peacock, NBC. Like I'm not watching this shit. Oh I'm hell no! Hell and This no. is true sicko football. So maybe I should hell watch it, but <laughs> I probably won't watch it just because there's something better on at the same time. I might actually have work Saturday night, so I might actually have an excuse to miss this one. Um, thankfully, uh, let's see what else we got going on here. The night slate is all right. I'm not seeing too much going on here. We have Pitt uh, traveling to Virginia Tech. Both of these teams have been horribly underperforming and underachieving uh, this year. They're both sitting at one and three. Um, Pitt. Yeah. Virginia Tech sucks. Pitt. Virginia Tech sucks, bro. Yeah. Pitt's favored by two and a half points on the road, too. I'm going to pick the under of this game, too. Like, this is going to be like 14 to seven. Oh, yeah. 17 Yo, to 13. The backyard brawl was 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 terrible. Yeah. Ugly. Um speaking of the backyard brawl, um West Virginia's ripped off three wins in a row quietly yep. since that loss to Penn State to open up the year. Um they had a tough victory over Texas Tech last week, um, who they were able to hold off and and um after a few mistakes and hiccups and oversights, they're able to, you know, get that win. Um they take on TCU over on ESPN two at uh, eight PM. Um, now TCU themselves they've been looking pretty good since their loss to Colorado week one. Um, I like TCU in this game. West Virginia hasn't showed me enough, um, even though they have been quietly winning some games. Yeah, I also picked TCU. Don't embarrass me again. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will, though. I think they they win this game uh, pretty handily. I think they cover the spread. I don't even know what the spread is, but I think they cover it, whatever it is. It's um, I have it right in front of me. Hold up, twelve and a half. Yep. Yeah, I think they win this game by like fourteen, twenty-one points, maybe more. Um, what else we got? Nine p.m. Alabama travels to Mississippi State. They're looking to get right. We talked a lot about Alabama on our um, recap show for last week. Still a lot to play for. They're undefeated in the SEC. Um, they still have a chance at winning the division and the conference. And we know um, when teams like Alabama are the underdog, it gets scary. 
So <laughs> let's let's not let these guys be the underdog all year long. Let's uh let's start respecting Bama. They're still Bama. They're not dead. They just lost one game to Texas, who's a pretty good team and a future SEC team. Um, Bama rolls. Yeah, Bama should roll. And the rolling then... might look a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, ah, still going by two, three scores. Not too much different. Um, and then the captain night off. It's only two games. Um, we got Washington on the road. They're in the desert to take on Arizona, who's quietly three and one. I did not even realize they were three and one. I haven't watched Arizona this year. Um, Worst three give me and the one. Four one one on. Okay, they're terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah, they they barely beat Stanford twenty one to twenty. Yeah, okay. they, yo, you beat Stanford by one <laughs> point. Oh my god! <laughs> but they played an SEC team close thirty one twenty four. They lost to Mississippi State on the road. Jaden Delora so. threw four interceptions. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, Washington should smoke them. Washington should smoke them, and then I think Fresno State plays. Uh, who do they play? They play Nevada, who's zero four. They're at home. Yeah, Nevada's bad. Yeah, they roll that. Um, so, yep, not too many crazy games going on this week, but yep. I think we said the same thing for week two, I think it was, or maybe week, week three. three week and three. Yeah, and it was freaking amazing week. Maybe the best week. I don't know. Last week was pretty fire. Uh, yeah, but, but week three was crazy too, though. Week three was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah, so keep your eye out, man. Definitely, if you don't got nothing going on Saturday, sit in front of a TV or three TVs, get your laptop, your iPad, throw all these games on because there is sure to be some good games on Saturday and Friday. Uh, we talked about it earlier on, Louisville, NC State, Utah, Oregon State, Cincinnati, BYU. Um, sure to be another good week of college football. Um, Steph, any other topics or things you want to get into? Uh, before we close it out here, man, as I always say, fire Brian Ferentz. What if they score thirty this week against Michigan State? If they score thirty against Michigan State, I don't know. I'll be pretty surprised. You got to change your uh, your AVI on Twitter to Brian Ferentz for like a week or some shit. I'll give you no. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing anything if that fool decides to not stick it up one time. All right, but you're doing something if they get twenty five for the season though. No, I'm not. Nothing nothing outlandish, but something. If they get twenty five for the season. What should I do? Oh no, oh no. We gotta figure that out. Let us know. Uh hit us up on Twitter, DM us on Twitter or on Instagram. Let us know if you guys have an idea or comment um in the uh Apple Podcasts comments or the Spotify comments. Let us know what you think. We should have stuff do if uh, Iowa somehow. I'm probably gets not going to do it anyway, but no, 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 no. We won't make you do no wild <laughs> shit. But, like change your AV, like change your Twitter AV, or like something <laughs> stupid, like make you make you do something. You know, just for all the shit you've been talking. You know, yo, um, he deserves it. No, nah, he definitely does. I mean, Iowa is. <laughs> we, we talk about it. It's like I don't even know why we spend so much talk, time talking about it either because it's funny, it's pathetic. Yeah, it's actually it's sad. frustrating. It's sad. <laughs> it's like because you know what it is. When we grew up, Iowa was consistently a top ten team. Yeah. So to see them kind of be like this, it really, it really is just sad. 
Yeah, it's a new day and age, um, especially with 2024 on the horizon. Um, let's let's take it one week out of time. Let's enjoy this year first. Let's enjoy week five. Um, hope everybody does enjoy their Saturday, watching all these incredible matchups. I know me and Steph will. And then we, we'll be back uh, either Monday or Tuesday, as usual, with our review episode, breaking down all the action and talking about what went on this weekend. So make sure y'all um, follow us so y'all can spin back and uh, check that out as well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, go Gators. And uh, until next time, we'll catch y'all. Peace.